0: I've got the victory living inside of me. I got the greater one. I can't overcome. This ain't no time to turn back. No place to cross back. I gotta keep resting on till every battle is won. Good morning, class. Hi, I'm Keith Moore, and we welcome you to Faith School. Faith School is the place where my spirit is fed, where my faith grows stronger, and where I learn how to be an overcomer. That means whatever you're dealing with right now is possible to overcome it. It's possible to come out the other side. When the dust clears, you're standing there with the victory. With the answer, hallelujah, giving glory to God. But uh, a part of that is our faith, is that we don't quit, we don't give up, we don't become despondent, we don't just give up and lay down and cry, and feel sorry for ourselves. We believe there's a way out. We believe there's a God who cares about us, He's our Father, and He's faithful. Somebody said out loud, He never leaves me. He never never forsakes me. He He will never let me go. go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's always with me all the time. And praise God. Because of that, nobody's bigger than him. If God is for us, who can be against us? And like one fellow said, what difference does it make? (laughs) If God's for you, who's bigger than God? Nobody's bigger than God. No weapon formed against us will prosper. Uh, What weapon can overcome God? And He's in us. We're His. He belongs to us. We belong to Him. Get your Bible. Get something to make a note with. Come into the class and let's release faith for answers today. Father, thank you for getting us this far. If it hadn't been for the Lord, we'd have fallen and perished many times over. But... You have sustained us, and you've kept us this far. You'll get us the rest of the way. Show us what we need to see today. Infuse our spirit and being with your light, your life, your truth, your grace and help, and we'll give you all the glory for every victory in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Look, please, in Luke again the uh, 17th chapter, at this uh, individual case of healing that we've been studying, the healing of the ten lepers. Verse 11 says, It came to pass, as Jesus went to Jerusalem, that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers, They stood afar off and they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. You know, that that was the beginning of the change. Them making that decision and going out to him and crying out to him. They initiated their miracle. Can you see that? this is not a case where the Lord went to them and initiated something. What if they hadn't gone? What if they hadn't cried out to the Lord? What if they hadn't asked for mercy? Well, we've got no reason to think that any of them would have been healed, that these miracles would have ever happened. And this is something that, Many have not understood. They try to attribute everything to God and they try to make everything God's responsibility and choice and everything is not God's choice. He's given us a free will. He's given us a lot more latitude than some have thought. No, when the Lord prompts you, go to that meeting, go to that church, do this, Take some time and pray about this. Look in the word about this. That would lead you to another thing. Come on, can you see that? And he he sees the end from the beginning. And he's already answering your prayer in many times, many cases that you said, Lord, please help me with this. And so he says, go to that meeting. (laughs) And if you're not paying attention, you'll think, well, I need money to pay my bills. I don't need to go to the meeting. Well, you better listen. Right? I need healing in my body. I I don't just need to go uh, to a service. Yes, you do. Because these things are not just the whole of the problem. They are the symptoms. They are the external evidence. And there are so many cases where if you got the money to solve your problem today... It wouldn't fix your life because unless whatever was fixed that caused you to get into the problem is fixed, it's going to happen again Mm -hmm. and it's going to happen again. And if you don't know how to shut down the enemy in these areas, then it's just a short matter of time till you're back in the same condition or worse. No, you need the answer, right? And that's always spiritual, always. And so the Lord knows you. He knows how you hear, He knows how you think, He knows what you know and what you don't know, and so He will lead you to the right place and the right situation so that you'll, you'll be in the, in, in the specific frame or environment, and the next thing you know, you'll get a thought from Him that'll lead to another thought, to another thought, and wow, you'll see it, you'll get it. But they had to obey uh, all the way through. They had to obey that prompting they had to go and find where he was. They had to obey. uh, You know, some people would have thought that was too uh, humiliating to stand on the side of the road and cry out, have mercy on me. I mean, that sounds like a beggar almost. But um, you got to get past that if you want help. I mean, they needed help, didn't they? No, no human could help them. No natural thing could help them. But they believed that they had heard about this anointing on Jesus. They had heard probably about other lepers and many other people that had been healed. And so uh, why wasn't every leper in the country over there yelling? Because not all of them believed the stories they heard. Not all of them thought it would do any good. Why bother? Why bother is an unbelieving phrase, mm-hmm. right? Right? What difference does it make? Right? Have you ever heard that? These are all unbelieving, doubting phrases. That's evidence that there's no faith there. But uh, somebody said, uh, maybe one said to his buddy, you know, I'm going over there. I'm, I heard Jesus is coming through here and you know, uh, such and such road, it passes right by this road. And I think if we stand there you know, off in the pasture a little ways, he can see us, he can hear us. And then they convinced another buddy and another buddy and ten of them said, we going. <laughs> we going, right? Wasn't this the beginning of their miracle? Yes. But If that had not happened, none of the rest of it would have happened. And It's not something that God made them do. God didn't make them do that. And so that's why at the end of it, the Lord told that man, your faith did this. Your faith started this in motion. Your faith initiated this. Your faith received this. Your faith. They had to make a step to go there. They had to make an act. To call to him, and then when he told them, go show yourself to the priest, they had to obey. Come on, can you see that? That's what James talks about faith without inaction is dead. Too many people are just sitting passive and idle and begging, please God, please God, please God. There's, when are you going to believe something has happened? When are you going to believe something has changed? Well, when they see it, when they feel it, that's too late for faith. Faith is the evidence of things not seen. Amen. Right? Yes. Not seen. Not seen. And so, how many believe this miracle actually happened? Yes. Exactly like this. This is not a fairy tale. This is not some just parable. This, there are 10 individuals that lived at that time, they had this bad condition, and they initiated their own healing. Mm-hmm. Does that make you want to shout or not? I mean, Why? Because you don't have to wait for some spectacular thing to happen. You don't have to wait for somebody to notice you. You don't have to wait for God to set in motion. It's already been bought. It's already been paid for. And so what you got to do, though, is take these steps of faith. Can you see it? They took a step to get there. They took a step to cry out, have mercy. He said, go show yourself to the priest. And they took several steps to do that. And as they were taking those steps, can you see it? As they went, they were healed. Not as they waited. Mm -hmm. Not as they waited. Not as they begged. As they went. Somebody say, as they went. As, As they went. As they went. Faith acts Faith does something, not just anything, but what the Lord directs you to do, acting on his word. And so when he saw them, verse 14, he said to them, after they said, Master, have mercy on us, go show yourselves to the priests. And it came to pass as they went, they were cleansed. Why would he say that? Go show yourself to the priest. Well, like we said, we've already seen the healing of the leper in our first case of study. And he, he told him a very similar thing. Go back to Mark 1, if you would. He told him a similar thing. Mark 1 and verse 40. This was our first individual case that we studied. And if you're just joining us today, you can, you can go back. Go to the website, faithschool.org, and you can start with this first one. You can go through all of them. It won't cost you anything. No charge. Mark 1.40 says, there came a leper to him, beseeching him and kneeling down to him and saying to him, if you will, you can make me clean. Aren't there millions of church going people praying the same prayer today? Hmm? If you will, I know you can. If it's your will, if it's your will. They need to read the next verse, right? Verse 41, Jesus was what? Moved with compassion. Now, I don't know if somehow some of that got back to these guys later. But, you know, whoever was around that and saw that, a lot of people then heard about it later. The compassion and mercy of the Lord was well known. And what did they cry out and ask for? Mercy. mercy. And they got it. I said they got it. You know. Notice he didn't correct them. He he didn't say mercy. Uh, maybe it's healing you want. You want healing? <laughs> then you need to ask for healing. No, healing is a mercy. Amen. And if you're going to say healing's not for everybody, what did you just get through saying? You just got through saying mercy. It's not for everybody. Well, really? If mercy's not for everybody, how do you know salvation's for everybody? Because that's, that's mercy. No, no, no. Mercy is for everybody. Amen. The mercies of God are available to all. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Like the psalmist said, He is rich in mercy yes. to all that call on Him. Don't you like that? Yes. Rich in mercy. Did they call on him? Yeah. Did they get some mercy? Yes. Yeah, in the form of healing. He didn't correct them. He said, give us some mercy, Lord. And they got healing. Healing's a mercy. So he was moved with compassion. He put forth his hand. He touched him. He said, I will be thou clean. If the Lord's no respecter of persons, if he never changes, then he is still saying, I will today. And he, he says, I will to you. Don't let somebody change that. Accept the word. As soon as he had spoken, immediately the leprosy departed from him and he was cleansed. Now this is a miracle. This is a miracle. I mean, just in a moment of time, his skin went from scabby and terrible To clean and healthy. Hallelujah. And straightly Jesus charged him and sent him away. He said to him, see that you say nothing to any man, but go your way. Show yourself to the priest. So this is when we read about the ten lepers and he said, go show yourself to the priest. That's not the first time he's done this. Go show yourself to the priest. Why? to offer for your cleansing those things which Moses commanded for a testimony to them. Them who? The priests. The Lord wanted him to go do what Leviticus instructed them to do for a witness to the priests themselves. Now why? Well, see, one of their biggest accusations against Jesus was that he taught contrary to Moses. And he broke the Sabbath. And he broke the law, which wasn't true. He wasn't breaking the law. And uh, now now this guy here didn't do what Jesus told him to do. And, and others didn't either. They should have. But on this occasion, he tells them to go to the priest. They head that way. Now, I don't know if the other nine got there or not. Uh, I'm inclined to think they didn't. If they wouldn't turn around and give thanks, they probably wouldn't do some other things. But anyway, maybe they did. But why do that? Because, well, you need to go see it. Go, go to Leviticus. Leviticus. Go to Leviticus, the 14th chapter, and see why he said, go show yourself to the priest. Leviticus 14, and we had just read, uh, I believe it was on yesterday's class, in the 13th chapter, about identifying leprosy, and then how they would be cut off, they'd have to live on the outskirts, they'd have to tear their clothes and wear a covering and yell, unclean, unclean. But even back then, all those centuries ago, verse 1, Leviticus 14, 1, the Lord spoke to Moses saying, this shall be the law of the leper in the day of his cleansing. Say what? (laughs) Cleansing? Somebody got healed. Somebody got healed. Said, uh, he'll be brought to the priest and the priest will go forth out of the camp and the priest shall look and behold, if the plague of leprosy be healed in the lepers. So what happens is an individual comes out to the outside the city wall or area and yells up, what do you want? You know, leper, don't get too close. And you say, I've been healed. I've been healed. I want to see the priest. (laughs) Really? I've been healed. Okay, wait right there. And so the priest would be sent out. And the priest, and you look back in the 13th chapter, he gave them specific instructions what to look for to see if they were still sick and diseased or if they weren't. And so he inspects the man And he yells back up, he's healed, he's healed. So now they do a ceremony and it was something the Lord has given them. The priest will command to take for him, verse four, that is to be cleansed, two birds, alive and clean, and cedar wood, and scarlet, and hyssop. Every one of these things is involved in the cross. Cedarwood, scarlet, hyssop. Look it up and you'll see. And the priest shall command that one of the birds be killed in an earthen vessel. Well, the Son of God was made flesh. He was born in an earthen vessel. And he'll be killed over running water. And as for the living bird, he'll take it and cedarwood and scarlet, and hyssop, and dipped them uh, and the living bird in the blood of the bird that was killed over the running water. Can you see any types in here? One of the two birds, two birds. One of them represents Jesus. One of them represents you and me. And the one bird is killed in an earthen vessel over running water. And so then you've got blood and water when his side was pierced, what came out? Blood and water. And so then the priest would take the other bird, one bird's dead now, but he'll take the other bird who's still alive and the, and the cedar wood and the scarlet and the hyssop and dip them into the blood. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. And the water. And then bring them back up out. Blood washed and water washed and take the living word out into an open field where there are no restrictions and let him fly away. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. 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 And all of this is in connection with a physical healing, physical healing. Is there healing in Christ? There There always has been. Even when people got healed, this man gets healed or woman gets healed from an incurable and their terminal condition, something happened to them out there. What? Well, God's always been God, right? And they cried out to him out in the bush in their misery, and the power of God touched them. Hallelujah. But how did God do it? Because legally, how did he do it? He did it based on what Jesus was going to do. Come on, can you see this? And that's why it was portrayed when the man comes or the woman comes and they've been pronounced clean. You don't just come back. We have to acknowledge. Come on. Can you see this? We have to acknowledge what has happened here and what it's based on and why Jesus is coming to pay the price for all of this. And so that's why we got the two birds and the blood and the water. Can you say hallelujah? hallelujah? Oh, does this bless you at all, class? He he will, uh, verse uh, 6, he dipped him and the living bird in the blood of the bird that was killed over the running water. He'll sprinkle upon him that's to be cleansed from the leprosy seven times and pronounce him clean. There is no cleansing without the blood. And shall let the living bird loose into the open field. And he goes on to say that the man washes his clothes with the woman and cleans up and puts on clean stuff. And after a few days, they are restored back to their life, back to their family. Is this a picture of redemption? Is it a picture of the cleansing and washing of the blood? Does it include the healing of the physical body? It did and it does. And so when Jesus encounters these ten men that are yelling from afar, Jesus, have mercy on me. This is nothing new. God's been having mercy on lepers for centuries. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> and nothing's going to change today. But what does he tell him? Tell him, go show yourself to the priest. Now see, uh, if people had been more open-minded, and these folks and the other one that we talked about had obeyed Jesus, it should have had a re- made a real statement when these lepers show up at the temple, and and they're like, uh, "What are you doing here? I've been healed." Mm-hmm. Well, even if they had gotten away from the word of God, well, what do we care? Well, look at your Bible, Leviticus 13 and 14, <laughs> right? I, I want I want examination by the priest. I, I'm ready to do the ceremony, right? And if they had been honest, and if they had done that, they'd have said, "Well, yeah, you're healed. Okay, come on in. Let's do the ceremony. Who sent you here? Jesus? <laughs> what? Well, how did this happen? Jesus? Jesus cleansed me and sent me here. Jesus told us to go here, and while we were coming, we were clean. Jesus. Jesus, and so it would have been a, such a powerful statement, no, Jesus is not contrary to what God said through Moses, he's not contrary to any of that, he, he is not contradicting, he's not doing away, he's fulfilling, Amen. fulfilling, he is fulfilling. The sacrificial lamb. He is the bird that was killed so the other one could go free. He is the giver of the blood that cleanses and washes. Can you say hallelujah class? Oh, thank you, Master. Thank you, you, Master. Thank you, Master. So when he says, go show yourself. Go back to uh, Luke then. When he says, go show yourself to the priests. There's a lot going on there. And uh, it's beautiful. That's why I say it's it's a mistake to neglect your Old Testament. If you get to reading in different places in the Old Testament and it just seems kind of dull and boring and superfluous to you, it's just because you're not seeing. Hmm? You're just skimming along the top. You're not seeing. God has not done anything. He has not said anything that is useless, that is superfluous and unnecessary. There's just meaning there you haven't seen. And all of it uh, is beautiful, uh, graphic pictures of types. You actually get insight into what happened at the cross. You get insight into what happened behind the scenes, spiritually. So don't neglect your Old Testament. And and of course, you know, you'd read this in, in Luke. And he said, go show yourself to the priest. Well, if you don't know anything about the Old Testament, that means nothing to you. Right? You know, Why did he tell them to do that? Well, we just talked about it. There's chapters of reason why he told them to do that. And uh, the Weiss translation in verse 14, uh, there in Luke, it says, He said to them, having gone on your way, show yourselves as proof to the priests. See, he told that other man as a testimony to them. And it came to pass while they were going, they were cleansed. The Beck translation says that he said, Go and let the priest examine you. And, uh, you know, a, a side thought along that line is when something's real, it'll bear scrutiny, it'll bear extensive examination, right? And,. Um, when God's done something for us, we shouldn't hide it. And it will bear examination. And so uh, the living Bible said it like this. He looked at them and said, go to the Jewish priest and show him that you are healed. Now we're going to get into this later, but what do you mean? At the moment he told them that, they're still leprous. Right? Go show him you're healed. They could have said, uh, Okay, heal us, <laughs> and we'll be glad to go. And we'll get into that tomorrow. <laughs> Our time's up. Said out loud. I live by faith. I walk by faith. I overcome the world by faith. I'm strong in faith, giving glory to God. We'll see you next time here in Faith School. I've got no-